you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Good morning, football! For the win. The snap, the put down, the swing of the right leg. Yeah, it's on its way. Yeah, it is good. Coffin nails. See Robbie Gold has it away, and it is good. Robbie Gold has kicked the 49ers to victory here in Green Bay. Kick on its way. It is through. It is good. Los Angeles will host the NFC Championship game. Mahomes looks to throw it, pump faking, right side, he wants it, a comeback, and it's caught by Kelsey, touchdown, Kansas City, and the Chiefs have won this incredible divisional playoff game in overtime. Simply put, no hyperbole, the best weekend of football of my lifetime. Four games decided by a combined 15 points, a smallest amount in the divisional round in the Super Bowl era. Championship week begins now. You're taking a look at it. Four teams ah, after this insane weekend of football that we are still unpacking. We'll have Niners-Rams. That's the NFC Championship game round three. That one will be at SoFi where the Super Bowl will be played two weeks after that. And Bengals-Chiefs in the AFC Championship that one yet again at Arrowhead. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle it. Welcome to Good Morning Football. We are live in New York City. Highlights all show. I'm feeling a bit oh, emotionally spent. Hall of Famer Chris Carter. The best weekend ever. I mean, that's our product. That's the NFL. That's, that's cool. the best we got to offer. Amazing, amazing. You're amazing. saying it was the best weekend of football. I've been I've been doing this a while. Yeah. It's the best that I've seen as far as the consistency. We thought off Saturday, the early game. Oh, mm-hmm. fabulous. The night game. Mm-hmm. Amazing. amazing. Sunday. Up, uh, and and then on. last night. Go, Chris. You can't you can't do better. Trix, how you feeling? It was the best weekend uh that you've seen of football. Your father's seen his father, his <laughs> yeah. father, his father. It was the greatest weekend of football in the history of the sport. We've done this 102 years as a little league we call the NFL. And 
Gosh, are we blessed to be here today to talk about it. This is so cool. I feel like I went to a rock concert. Me too. I'm a little beat up. My ears hurt. I'm dehydrated. I'm moshed. I'm tired. I'm broke. And I want to just relive it all over again. Well, I'm happy that we are here to do that with you for the next three hours. Happy to have Chris Carter back at the breakfast table. Let's get these highlights going and let's go to Arrowhead. Bill's Chiefs. I feel like we should be wearing a smoking jacket for this. This is, this is the good stuff off the top shelf. Brady out. Rogers out. How about these young buckaroos? What can they do at Arrowhead? Right to the fourth quarter. This is fourth and 13. The game is over. Boom! A laser. God! Guy Davis. Guy Davis had four touchdowns in this game. It's never happened before. So the Bills, look at the Allen family suite. 37 family members made the trip for them. Incredible. But too much time for Mahomes, who on a second and 10 finds number 10, Tyreek Hill, who goes. <laughs> and just hits the vapor trail and throws up the deuces. No flag. Josh Allen says, all right, got to go back to work. Is now the Chief. Too much time for Allen. Down for 15 seconds left. Guess who it is? Gabriel Davis, Chris Carter. Oh, this is amazing. But too much time for Mahomes. Eight seconds left. They just need to get a field goal to send it to overtime. 49 yards, butter from Butker. We are getting free football. Let's go. How about the coin toss? Josh Allen calls tails. It's heads. The Chiefs knew right there they were winning the game. Mahomes was six for six in overtime. And here it comes. The brain buster, the stone cold stunner. Randy Matchman Savage off the top rope. Mahomes, Kelsey, ball game. It's over in overtime. Four straight title games. The Arrowhead Invitational, the AFC title game. Josh Allen did not touch the ball after regulation. Travis Kelsey gets the feed in. They looked at it. They looked at the ball. It was a touchdown. Mahomes does it again. The Chiefs are going to the title game. Oh. They will play the Bengals. Heart-wrenching for Buffalo. Exhilarating for Kansas City. It never gets old no, how many, no matter how many times you do it. And there it is. 42-36 with a walk-off touchdown in overtime in one of the best football games ever played. Let's hear from all the people involved, all the principals, quarterbacks, coaches, where do you go with this one? Just curious if you have a sense in this moment what an epic game this was that people are probably going to be talking about this one for a long time. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's actually funny. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, maybe last week, I was talking to Mike Rimmers because he was in the Minnesota Miracle and he, the, the final play, scoring the touchdown, winning the game at home. And he was talking about how awesome the environment was. To be in this moment, this game against that team and to make a play to walk off a game at Arrowhead, I'll remember this for the rest of my life. We're, we're disappointed. Wanted to win that game. Honestly, everybody wants to win that game. There's only going to be one, one champion crowned at the end of the season. So that makes 31 unhappy teams and you know, hats off to the Chiefs and what they did today. Pat played amazing. Um, got a lot of respect for him and the Chiefs as a whole. They made one more play than we did. That's uh, that's what it came down to. Buffalo scores with 13 seconds left. I mean, you, technically, you still have time to get the field goal, but it looks pretty grim there. What, do you have any special advice to Pat right there when Buffalo took the lead for the last time? Yeah, when it's grim, be the grim reaper and go get it. So he uh, he did that. Grim be the Grim Reaper. Unbelievable, heartbreaking for Buffalo fans. I don't know if they're watching this morning or if they are just choosing to step away for a minute. Absolute heartbreak. But if you look at the last two minutes and overtime of this one last night, guys, 31 points, just under 300 yards of offense, four lead changes. Our hearts go out to you, Buffalo Bills. But unbelievable. 
Chiefs win last night. The level of difficulty on some of those Patrick Mahomes throws were just like what I've seen from Patrick Mahomes in clutch moments, year after year, moment after moment. But, Peter, what did you make of the unbelievable game? Friday, I did this big piece about the greatest hyped quarterback matchups yeah. in playoff history, and I'm talking mm -hmm. about whether they delivered or not. And there were three that I thought might have delivered. Bernie Kosar and John Elway delivered, and Aikman and Far. This game delivered on the hype and then went tenfold. It was the greatest game I've ever seen. It was absolutely up to the billing. And these two quarterbacks are the sport. This is what we want from the sport. And in the same day that we lose Tom Brady to a loss early in the day, and it's like, all right, who's going to take the throw? You cannot ask for better. Josh Allen just finished two perfect games. Two perfect games, and he's no longer playing football because the guy to his right played two more perfect games. He's not even showing the rushing, too. Uh, they all ran the ball yeah. so well. I think we got a nickname for Mahomes. It took all these years. Go on. What is it? I think we got it. It's the Grim Reaper. Yeah, that's it. It's a wrap. We have it. Mm -hmm. I, for years, it was like, is it going to be Showtime or is it going to be Big Play Pat? Patty Boy 15. Yeah. Something. <laughs> it's Grim Reaper. He, it's never over. Patty and Boy he's 15. always looming with that. That pass to Hill right there. Two great young quarterbacks. Mahomes gets the win, but truthfully, nothing Josh Allen could have done any differently in this game. He did everything he possibly could have. If anything, I'm jealous of Jim Nance and Tony Romo because for the next 10 years, they get to call that game. Mm -hmm. And they deserve mm -hmm. it because they've been up to the billing too. Just for a moment, I wanna just bathe in the quarterback play good because good. it is so good and we have been hyping those guys all season and they both <laughs> delivered. Congratulations, Kansas City, Buffalo. I feel you guys. Yeah. Uh, you didn't do anything wrong on this one. It was not the quarterback's fault. It's unbelievable what Patrick Mahomes has done. After starting off the season, they started hot. Then he went into, I'm trying to throw everything deep, realigned himself, him and Andy Reid, and towards the playoff, he shifted his game. You know what he said? I don't care what it takes. Whatever I have to do to get my team to the next level, that's what he was able to do. He's the best quarterback that we have. I know he's not in the discussion with the MVP, but his ability to throw at any angle to any parts of the field and his ability to be able to run the football with reckless abandon, very few quarterbacks can do. I know we say a lot about Tom and everything, but this is the New England, Kansas City. This is the new Tom Brady. And if you're going to get there in the AFC, it's going to have to be, be, be over Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, the coaching that they did with him at the end to be able to set this up. This was a chess match, and it wasn't like one of the coaches made a bad move. It was just that, oh, Patrick Mahomes got the ball last, and with the overtime rules, it was game, set, match. And there's a lot of takes about overtime out there, and we'll have our own. I, I, I feel like that was the Super Bowl. I feel like I just watched the greatest game. At least the, the AFC stage. Championship. Yeah, at, at the very <laughs> – I can't believe that was a divisional round game. It's, um, there were no turnovers in that game. They're both quarterbacks, the leading rushers for their team. You know what was one of my favorite parts? There were four penalties in the entire game. It's like the refs just sat there and watched and did their job, and I respect it. I have to say, like, I have this feeling of uh, it's it's a shame that Josh Allen is going home. And, and it's almost like Josh Allen doesn't go to the next round, and some of those other guys are going to the next round. It feels very strange. I cannot believe he was eliminated this early. But as it pertains to people who are frustrated about the overtime rule, again, we'll get into it. This game came down to the 13 seconds at the end of the game, at the end of regulation, in which Buffalo blew it. They blew it. So they have the lead. You score another touchdown to Gabe Davis. And then it's two plays in 13 seconds. Imagine this with Dallas Cowboys couldn't do with 14 seconds. The Chiefs did with 13. They get the field goal. And there's a million things. McDermott had to talk about it after the game that 
They kicked deep. They kicked it out of the end zone, which it, which spent no time on the clock, gave them the ball to 25. What you do there is you kick it shorter, make them return it, and burn six or seven seconds. Then Mahomes gets one play, and it doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. There's other things you can do outside the box things. Grab the receivers, take penalties. Those seem ticky-tack, but in those moments, you have to know to do that. And McDermott put the cards on the table afterward and says it came down to execution, and they would do it differently. I have problems with the overtime rule as well. 13 seconds, and you have the lead, and you let Mahomes get a field goal out of that improbably that more than the overtime rule or anything is why the Bills are going home today is those 13 seconds they'll live with for the entire offseason. We've got your Rams Bucks highlights just ahead. Let's say hi to Ian Rappaport joining us this morning. Ian, I said this last week, I don't want the Packers to lose if they lose if for no other reason than I'm not ready to have the future of the Packers and Aaron Rodgers discussion. My heart is not ready for it, but here we are. Packers are out, bounced by the Niners, who face the Rams now at SoFi in Championship Weekend. Uh, what is the latest with Aaron Rodgers and his future? And what's going on with Sean Payton in New Orleans? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers was not ready, Kay, to have the conversation either. That's one of the things he was telling reporters the other night after another frustrating loss. He's often scored just 10 points and really looked disjointed most of the night. <laughs> said basically, I cannot believe we are here talking about this so soon, but here we are. And so as Aaron Rodgers said, he needs to ask himself and he needs to ask the Packers some real questions this offseason, including, as he noted, how much longer do I want to do this? Aaron Rodgers does have several options. He could simply take some time, gather his thoughts, think about what he wants to do, and then retire. Maybe a little more remote possibility, but certainly uh, nothing that would surprise anyone about anything at this point. He could uh, have conversation with general manager Brian Gutekunst, with, who's, with whom his relationship has improved greatly over the last several months. He could decide to rebuild, bring everyone back. Rodgers could return. Or, as the team agreed when they reworked his contract before the season, they could agree to look at a potential trade and we could do this all over again. Rodgers said he is not going to take a lot of time to come to a decision, so we will be watching that. Meanwhile, the New Orleans Saints, there's some intrigue here regarding their head coaching situation. Sean Payton has not yet committed to return for the 2022 season. I've talked to several people very close to him. They simply don't know what he is going to do. He's been approached by at least one network. Uh, TV seems to be a possibility, as is just walking away for a year, recharging and trying to come back Again in 2023, that is another one we'll be watching. Meanwhile, the Denver Broncos have narrowed their head coaching search. As this kind of kicks into gear, expect them to do some second interviews. I'm told their finalists are Dan Quinn, Kevin O'Connell from the Los Angeles Rams, a really good offensive coordinator, and then Nathaniel Hackett, the OC for the Green Bay Packers. Interesting. Of course, Aaron Rodgers, people are going to connect those dots. Very intriguing uh, on this Sean Payton story. We'll be tracking that all day long right here on NFL Network. Ian, appreciate you. More highlights now I was in Tampa on the coldest day of the year in Tampa. It was really fun. It was a heck of a game. Tom Brady comes into this one. Nine straight divisional round games he's played in. He's won all of them. Looking to play in his 15th conference championship game, but early on and well through the third quarter, did not look like that was happening. McVay smiling. Stafford, look at the score. 27 to 3. Largest deficit since 28 to 3. So. Here they come. Oh. 27 to 13. After three quarters, we go into the fourth quarter. Wait, they've had their fun, Peter. Okay, okay, let's put them away. Let's <laughs> Two minutes left to go. They're rowing the boat, and all of a sudden, we have a one-score game. All right, fourth and one. Ready? And Fournette ties the game. There's 40 seconds left. Shades of Shanahan, shades of Julio, shades of Matt Ryan. But there's Matthew Stafford. 
And there is Cooper Cup. Great route. Everyone knew the ball was going to Cup. This will not be the Falcons of 2016. This will not be the Matthew Stafford story. This might be Tom Brady's last game. Matthew Gay, who played for the Buccaneers, was cut, signed by the Rams, puts the dagger in their hearts. An incredible football game, really weird football game. Back and forth they went. It felt like it was two different games, but Stafford does get the victory over Brady. And there was Kevin O'Connell, who Ian mentioned is interviewing as a finalist for the Broncos job. Offensive coordinator hugging him. Uh, let's hear from both the quarterbacks. First the winner, and then the loser after that thrilling finish in Tampa Bay. All the guys on the sideline were like, man, you were in a dark place. And uh, I said, sometimes you got to go to those places, you know, to make some plays happen. So, man, I was enjoying the moment. You know, uh, in my mind, I live for those kind of moments. You know, I, I would have loved to have been taking a knee up three scores. But uh, it's a whole lot more fun when you got to make a play like that to win the game and steal somebody's soul. You know, that's what it feels like sometimes where they're sitting there going, man, we just had this great comeback. And uh, you get to reach in there and, and take it from them. That's, uh, that's a whole lot of fun. Certainly worked hard, and uh, every team at this point does. And every team is really qualified when you get to the final eight, then the final four, then the final two. And it doesn't feel good to lose any one of those games, and I've lost each of those stages. So at the end, there's only one team that's going to be happy. Now, it feels good to move on when you move on, and obviously when you don't. You know, whether it was last week or this week or next week or the week after or two weeks after that, if you're the loser in that game at all, uh, it all sucks to lose in the end. Such a simple message, but it's so true. It sucks to lose. And I, what a line by Stafford. Soul-sucking? What did he say? Soul-stealing performance? He was so comfortable. <laughs> Chris Carter, Hall of Famer here. What is your reaction to them hanging on and eliminating the GOAT? Well, for one, if you're going to have a big comeback, you're going to need some help by the opposition. Yeah. When Tom and them came back against Atlanta, we know Atlanta staff helped them out. Lack of running the ball helped them out. Turnovers helped them out. The Rams helped them out in this. And their best players... We were so excited last week to see Cam Akers. Unbelievable story, blowing out his Achilles, coming back in the same season. Cooper Cup, the reason why he got those MVP votes, because he had one of those remarkable seasons of any receiver. He's not going to give the ball up. Three touchdown lead, yes, he gives it back to him. Best coverage guy in the NFL, Jalen, right? These are your superstar yep. players, the players you're paying the most amount of money to. You're on the road. So what do your role players see? They start getting nervous if your marquee players start giving up. Jalen, one-on-one. We're going to roll the coverage. Raheem Moore, he makes a great call here. We're going to roll the coverage um, to the other side because Scotty started giving them problems. Miller, we're going to put our best guy on their best guy. Just beat him one-on-one. Mental laps. He didn't think they were going to take the shot down the field. He runs past them. So, for me, I'm shocked by the comeback because you're not going to be able to do that with your marquee players playing bad. The thing that they had in their advantage was they were never down. There were 17 different things that had to happen for the Bucs to come back, and they all happened. And then in the end, it, I think it needs to be said, Stafford said to hell with this, and mm -hmm. he took a huge hit from Adamican Sue and threw mm -hmm. a beautiful pass through the Florida night or day and landed right in Cooper Cup's hands. If you watch it, Rob Havenstein handled Shaq Barrett. And then on the other end, you had Joseph Noteboom, who was filling in for Andrew Whitworth. I didn't hear much from JPP or those other guys. So it was like, all right, the one thing that is working is that Stafford's going to have time, and he could just get... And then they blew the coverage. Happy for Stafford this yeah. morning. 
That narrative is done, and it was done last week, and he threw the perfect pass on the one moment in his 13-year career that he actually had to deliver. I loved it. I think a key, and I don't know if you'll agree with me, in this next game, or as far as they'll go, is just starting fast. The Cardinals didn't show up, but this Bucks team, I was there on the field for pregame. The juice felt a little off, and they started the game sluggish, not feeling the rhythm wasn't there, but the Rams, these past two games have started off so fast. They outscored the Bucks and Cardinals a combined 55-3 to out the gates. If they can do that, and they can mm-hmm. keep Stafford in these comfortable situation trades, I would imagine they're going to be okay. At GMFB, with your thoughts, Niners advancing to the NFC Championship game. We'll talk about San Francisco upsetting the Packers right after the break. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. All right, Niners Packers. Saturday night special. Rodgers trying to take care of business. Got the number one seed. I haven't seen him in a while. And you talk about the special teams. You think, ah, special teams, special teams. No nah, big deal. We got Rodgers. And then this happens in a playoff game. It was bad all year. Why would it change in the yep. biggest game? Worst in the league. Worst in the league. The whole time. They just had nothing going. And then you give the Niners a chance. And Big Bob Gold got it. Has never missed a postseason field goal or extra point. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo runs up to him, has all kinds of things to say on the field. It was a lot. They were fired up. And is that Aaron Rodgers' last game as a Packer? Is it his last game as an NFL player? We'll chew on it. In the meantime, it's not the Niners' last game because they went into Lambeau in the snow and won 13-10. Let's go to Stacey Dales, who is on the tundra, talking to Debo with a big old smile on his face. Take it away. Can you describe Debo? 
how physical you guys are on the ground when your quarterback doesn't throw a touchdown and you still find a way to win. It's just the mindset of this team. We knew there was going to be a dog fight with the weather. We knew we weren't going to be able to throw the ball like we wanted to. And it's just a physical mindset that everybody on this team has when we go out here and play hard on those balls. There's nobody doing in football what you are doing. <laughs> Catching it, receiving it, you do it in every dimension all over the field. What sense of responsibility do you feel in this offense? I mean, I feel like it's a trust thing. Um, me and Kyle have a great, great relationship, and you know what I'm saying? I trust him just as well as he trusts me. <laughs> Making that third down call on 36, putting the ball in my hand in a running play, just know everything I'm capable of. They're feisty, they're scary, they're a little weird. What impressed us most about the win over the Packers in Green Bay on Saturday night? Yeah, grit and the ability to just find a way at the end. There's no point where they're winning this game until they won the game. And that's just kind of how they've been playing all season. Like, they're not going to actually win this one. They're down 17 points in L.A. They, they win. They find a way. The Cowboys, they win. What blew me away at the end, though, was everyone talks about scheme and X's and O's. And, you know, last week, Kellen Moore couldn't get the ball to CeeDee Lamb. And Devontae Adams was minimized in this game. For all of Kyle Shanahan's genius and for all of Mike McDaniel's architecture they get their playmakers the ball and that is what matters and on the final drive it was Kittle for a first down it was Debo to set this one up and then on third and seven they have to get into field goal range they throw out the playbook and say just hand the ball to Debo Samuel and let him make a play and he does that's offensive genius not this crazy flea flicker or not this shotgun to a tight end or not this Offensive genius is getting the ball to your playmakers in the moments that matter most. And in that case, it was Kittle, and it was Debo, and it was Juszczyk earlier. Those are the guys. And their quarterback's got a bad shoulder. He's got a bad thumb. Mm -hmm. They know what the weather's going to be like, so we have to try to create. You could see, you talked about the play with him being in the backfield, but there's another play where he was in the backfield. They stole what the Rams were doing with Cooper mm -hmm. Cup and brought him on the angle route to be able to get the first mm -hmm. down critical. But... There's all three phases of football. And we don't want to talk about special teams. You know, we want to talk about the quarterbacks, talk about who they're dating, all that kind of stuff. But <laughs> special teams are a huge part of the NFL. And you better have your special teams buttoned up. Yep. So Green Bay needs to look at totally what they've been doing the last two years. All right? No, oh, we got home field advantage. We'll play three or four. No. One, whoever wins that game is the best. It, it was awesome. And here's the thing, Chris. Special teams, third of the game. Another third of the game is offense, and it's a really important one. And the Packers' offense sucked in this game. <laughs> they got 10 points in a home playoff game with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. And uh, listen, as much as we talk about Rodgers and his personality and his perspectives off the field, you bring it right back to the field. On the field, the product was bad. And he was asked directly, I was Jason Wildey after the game, Aaron, we know about the special teams, but how much of this responsibility falls on you? He said, a lot. A lot. I was not great tonight. How many times have we said that? It's always, Rodgers was incredible, but the Packers failed him. Rodgers did not have a good game. He scored 10 points in a home playoff game. It's only his second playoff game ever. He has not thrown a touchdown pass. The Niners were awful early. Just awful. The reason they won it late is because when the Niners were struggling, the Packers did nothing. They didn't do it. And that drive at the end of the game, it's like what we talk about, stuff dreams are made of. All right, Rodgers at home, in the snow, you the football it. got, let's go, give me the ball. Incompletions, done, punt, season over, career over, we don't know as much as, I personally think he's the best player in the game. Tough night for him. And when he called it out on the field, it was bad. Aaron Rodgers was outplayed in the most critical stretch of the game by Jimmy Garoppolo. Let's go. Bengals Titans. Okay. Late in the fourth <laughs> quarter, game time. Bengals are able to create the turnover there. Interception by Wilson. Tannehill finished 15 of 24. Evan McPherson, the same way the season started against my Vikings, he kicks a long one right. for the walk-off. 
I guess we're going to the AFC Championship. That's what he tells his quarterback. Unbelievable story with the Bengals. Burroughs finished 28 of 37, 348. And here is Burrow after the game talking about Evan McPherson's clutch game-winning field goal. Oh, that guy's unbelievable. So he was talking to Brandon as he was going out to kick. He gave a little warm-up swing, and he said, ah, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship right before he went out there to kick it. And when you have a kicker, I mean, we knew exactly what we had as soon as he walked into the building in camp, and we just saw how he carried himself. You know exactly how a kicker is going to perform when obviously everyone at this level can kick through the uprights. But it's how you handle yourself in the locker room that shows us that you have the confidence to go out there and make a kick like this and perform the way he did in a game like this. And we knew exactly what kind of guy we had in camp. Congratulations to the Cincinnati Bengals on advancing to the AFC Championship game for the first time since 1988. What do you think, Kyle? First of all, good God, Brian Tannehill. I mean, this guy threw an interception on the first play of the game, the first play of the second half, and the last play of the game. I mean, that, that is an unbelievable hat trick, but we'll put that aside. Joe Burrow, all we ever say about him, which is totally true, is that he's so cool, he's so cool, and he is cool. But what is really cool, it's not the glasses or the movie quote or the, the glib uh, quotation after the game. It's getting sacked nine times in a playoff game and getting up every single time and still throwing it. Worst case scenario, guys don't want to be out there anymore after the eighth or ninth sack. Best case scenario, you're sort of short-arming it and your throws are coming. Neither applied to him. I've never seen it. He was a crash test dummy for four quarters and still is making killer throws at the end of the game to set up a game winner. That is why he is cool. I love the other stuff too, but I've never seen a playoff performance like that. Never seen one from Josh Allen like that or Mahomes. Nine I've never times, seen one like this. Nine times. I got the snuck. Nine! It's unheard of. Joe Burrow, you are so cool. Well, it better be unheard of because I don't want that to happen again. They got to find a way to protect Joe Burrow going forward. But as much as we'll talk about Burrow, and we'll talk about the offense. This was the best defensive performance this team had all year. It was incredible. They limited Derrick Henry, who was out there. I don't know why they didn't keep feeding Dante Foreman because he was much more effective. We can get into that another day. But Henry, 62 yards on 20 carries. They picked off Ryan Tannehill. I warned them about the Tannehill interceptions. And are we in or are we out with you, Peter Schrager, last week? And it reared its ugly head. But it was a special defensive performance uh, in the biggest game this team's had in over 30 years. Their coach, Coach Lou, defensive coordinator, Getting some love in, in interviews? No, Lou Amarillo, he's, he's no? not getting any interviews. No, Maybe but he, he is the man and has been long been the man in the NFL and is beloved by his players. Amazing game. That wide receiver quarterback combination. We're going to be seeing this for a long yeah. time. Kansas City's defensive backs are not getting any sleep. Title game. This week. I'm just going to say, if they thought they were disrespected last week, mm-hmm. wait yeah. till the next four days. This, yeah. is, <laughs> la- I mean, this is going to be, I don't know what the, the, the Vegas insiders talking about. I'm just talking about from a... People are writing the Patrick Mahomes Chiefs until we had another Super Bowl, and is it the Rams or the 49ers they're facing? Mm. Just get ready, Bengals fans. If you thought you were disrespected Uh. and insulted last week, I think we've got a long five days ahead of us. Got a lot more show left, too. We'll get into Matthew Stafford. We will have that Aaron Rodgers discussion. We'll talk overtime as well. Four games decided by a combined 15 points, the smallest amount in the divisional round in the Super Bowl era. Here's championship weekend. Four teams left until Super Bowl 56 at SoFi. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. And of course, it wouldn't be a Monday at Good Morning Football without Keep It Real Monday with Kyle Brandt, but also a little Nate Burleson. So we welcome back our favorite triple threat in the business. I asked you in the commercial break, did you sleep on a cot somewhere um, in Midtown Manhattan? Because you were on last night. You're here this morning on CBS Mornings. And Nate Burleson, how are you? Four hours of sleep, baby. I'm ready to go. Listen, we are in the business of great football and even better shows. Mm. So I had to show up and show out just like the quarterbacks did yesterday. Yes, best weekend of football I've ever seen. So we have to start with that wild finish in Kansas City. Last night, you were at the desk. What was your reaction watching the final two minutes of overtime? It was the greatest playoff game that I've ever seen. I love the fact that, you know, we can highlight this game by talking about the amount of points scored and the last two minutes of the game. But for me, you know, know how it is I like to look underneath the face mask and seeing the Mm. facial expression of Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen as they were going score for score I remember Mahomes taking his team down and then there was about a minute left they panned to Josh Allen on the sideline he looks to his teammates and he goes we're good like he wasn't even panicked and then goes down there, torches the defense. They score a touchdown. I'm thinking, whoo, man, that was a long game. All right, I'll get home, give me about four hours of sleep. I'll be good to go. Wait a minute, Patrick Mahomes gets the ball back with 13 seconds? And I know you guys heard this. I don't know if you talked about it, but one of the dopest things a coach has ever said, Andy Reid to Patrick Mahomes as he's taking the field in the most insurmountable odds with 13 seconds left, he says, hey, when things are grim, be the grim reaper. I wrote that down, I sent it to my family, and I'm going to repeat that to my kids for as long as I can. And this was an impressive showing all the way around. And I know you guys were just talking about the overtime rules. At this point, it is what it is. And I don't want to be insensitive or dismissive to the Bills in the season that they had, because a lot of us picked these guys as the team that was going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. But sometimes you have to take these lumps. It's, it's almost poetic justice in a sense, right? Patrick Mahomes, you remember? When, when he faced Tom Brady in that AFC championship game, and we all said that the only thing to beat Patrick Mahomes in that game was the coin flip, now we can say that same thing about Josh Allen. Uh, but, but credit to the Chiefs, I have to mention this, though. Gabriel Davis, what? A game. Over 200 yards, four TDs, and a game where, of course, the Chiefs defense is going to focus on Stephon Diggs. So being a number two, stepping up and showing out for his squad, I just have to give him some love even though his team lost. Nate, I was watching you yesterday. I texted you in real time. You know, we come out of that Rams game, and it's this big CBS pregame show, and you say, everyone thinks Tom Brady might step away? 
He's addicted to the game. I would think again. I thought that yeah. was pretty powerful stuff. You're one of the few that's out there saying, hey, let's not write Brady off just yet. He might be coming back. I don't know, Nate. It felt like that was kind of farewell, the way that thing ended. It did a little bit. I mean, as he was walking off and his lip was a little bruised up from getting hit earlier, he, he looked dejected. But at the same time, some of those throws. I mean, did, did you see that ball on the sideline to Mike Evans? I mean, I mean, this came after him getting beat up all game long. And just forget about what he looked like as he walked off. It's Tom Brady. He's one of the most competitive dudes in the world. Of course, he's going to feel some type of way after taking a loss to the Rams. But for me, I look at the season, though. Statistically, at 45 years old in his mid-40s, this dude led the NFL in every major statistical category when it comes to quarterbacks. So you're telling me a guy that put up that type of season who was in the conversation of MVP is going to walk away. You know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. You know, there's a negative connotation when you talk about the word addiction, and rightfully so. There are some dark things that can be attached to that word. But certain guys that I've seen, that I've played against, that I admire in the sports space, they're addicted to the game. That's a reason why Tom Brady hasn't walked. How many times could he have? This dude could have rolled off on the sunset five times over. But he keeps coming back because not only does he love the game more than most of us, but he's still damn good at it. And Nate, you're one of the few national announcers that's had love for Matthew Stafford. Now, we know that he's yeah. gone from a guy that's never won a playoff game to now taking down Tom Brady and the reigning Super Bowl champs. What was your personal reaction seeing him have success and taking down the Buccaneers there? I was elated, overjoyed, watching a guy that I've seen struggle in the Detroit Lions uniform, watching a guy I've seen become heavily criticized, watching a guy who, who because he played with Calvin Johnson, people say, well, you know what? It's more Megatron than it is Matthew. And seeing him in this position now, and let's keep it real, when the trade happened, yeah, it was a lot that the Rams had to give up. Uh, but they also, you know, they were facing the criticism from everybody in the outside world saying, well, that's Matthew Stafford. I mean, that's Detroit Stafford. I mean, he's a, he's a compiler. I mean, he's a good thrower, but, I mean, they, they're not going to do anything with, with him at quarterback. They're doing exactly what they thought they'd do. They brought in a guy, and let's just keep it real. As much as he was appreciated in Detroit, I think outside of Michigan, people were lukewarm on him. And, and that's what Sean McVay and this organization has done. Not just Matthew, Matthew Stafford. They brought in OBJ. They brought in Von Miller. You want to keep going? Remember Jalen Ramsey when they got him? All of these guys that were, were kind of discarded, if you will, and said, you know what, I don't know if they can make it on the teams that they're on, so we'll take them all in. And I feel like they're a group of misfits. And right now, they're showing everybody up. And it, and it begins and ends with Matthew Stafford. I think a lot of people were looking at him saying, oh, he's facing Tom Brady. This is going to be the game where Matt Stafford shows you who he is. Well, guess what? He did. A winner. That's who he is. He really did on the other side of that, Nate. Packers one and done. One and done. They have set the record for most regular season wins over three years with not reaching the Super Bowls. And there's never been more. When we talked about Rodgers for the entire last offseason, Nate, you were the guy beating the drum of, he's coming back, he's coming back, everybody chill, he's coming back. What do you think about it now? Retire? Run it back with the Packers? Go to a new team? What's the future hold for this guy? I believe it's a wrap. I believe that we saw Aaron Rodgers in a Green Bay Packers uniform for the last time. You don't have these types of seasons loaded with this type of roster in the way it is. With him walking off, staring at the ground, trying to figure out what his next move is going to be. You know, a lot of people are whispering that Denver could be a landing spot. They're loaded at the wide receiver position. They got good tight end play, good running backs. 
solid defense. You know, Elway at the helm. They've been struggling to find the quarterback over the last handful of years. But it's unfortunate, though, because I love seeing Aaron Rodgers in that jersey. But what do we say all the time? History repeats itself. We also thought Brett Favre would never Mm. play in a different uniform. And we know how that worked out. We love Monday mornings. The Church of Nate Burleson, baby. He told me he wanted to see how he felt. When the clocks hit zero, they did shorten season for them, so we'll see what the future holds. And we'll track that all off-season long right here at this breakfast table. Nate, get some sleep, would you? Nah, I'm asleep when I'm done. (laughs) Time now for our GMFB game balls. Who are we naming as our top performer of the divisional round in the playoffs? Uh, I'm going to start us off, guys, and talk. Oh, no, Peter is. Never mind. Peter, go for it. I'll just go quick. Patrick Mahomes gets my game ball. That guy was unbelievable last night, and it was a duel of two of the best young quarterbacks in the league. Said before the game, said there's no way this thing could really deliver up to the hype, could it? It can. Mahomes, it was one of those deals where, if I was to sum it up, it's like there's this torch he was holding in the AFC. And... Allen climbed Mount Olympus and did everything perfectly. I don't know if I'm mixing up mythologies okay, here. Keep going. Whatever. Pick all your mythologies. You're on a roll. He wasn't willing to give up that torch just yet. He held on to it. I, I was fascinated by that game. And gosh, Mahomes, he's my game ball. I'll see your face of the league and raise you a rookie kicker for the Cincinnati Bengals. This guy, Evan McPherson, was unbelievable. If you know the story, rookie that they drafted in the fifth round. Mm-hmm. Fifth round. Not even. They had three picks after this in the draft. Kyle, I was drafted before. Well, Chris, you're a superstar <laughs> wide receiver from Ohio State. He's a kicker. And if you didn't miss, for about the sixth week in a row, uh, Joe Burrow had the quote of the week in which he talked about what the kicker had to say to his holder, Brandon Allen, before going out for the game-winning kick. Oh, that guy's unbelievable. He said, so he was talking to Brandon as he was going out to kick. He gave a little warm-up swing, and he said, ah, oh, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship right before he went out there to kick it. And they are. Burrow amazing. Evan McPherson gets my game ball. Who you got, Chris? I'm going with Matthew Stafford. Mm. Okay. I mean, what he did, 41 touchdowns this season, 17 interceptions, over 4,800 yards. But when it was the clutchest moment against the clutchest player that we've seen in the NFL, NFL history, Matthew Stafford picks a receiver, which is probably the third or fourth read, yep. and delivers a dagger to Cooper Cup down the middle. Bruce Arian let us in on a secret. They had a blitz called. But all the defenders weren't blitzing. Mm. Matthew Stafford took advantage of that. Matthew Stafford gets the Rams through Tom Brady in the division around. Now they face their nemesis, the 49ers. Matthew Stafford, much respect. I was worried about the Bengals' defense in this one, and everyone needed to step up to stop Derrick Henry, and Logan Wilson was that dude. He was incredible, really game-changing moments here. He led the team with eight tackles, two biggest plays of the games, though, dropping Derrick Henry for a two-yard loss on fourth and one in the fourth quarter. Then Titans were doing a, putting together a game-winning drive. Eli Apple deflects Tannehill's pass. Wilson comes up with the interception to set up your rookie-drafted kicker. Evan McPherson's field goal to win the deal. So to me, he was a playmaker all year long. Talked about him early. Logan Wilson put him on your radar. He gets the game ball. Congrats. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.